Thank you for downloading the Flixsters podcast. On this week's episode, like Deval was just saying, that the the idea is brilliant. The way they took that from the novel, I thought I thought that was really good. But then, why the hell? was I so flipping bored and why was I so pissed off with the shit that was going on because listen I put it down as a hidden gem because you know some films some war films are hard to make we talked about Black Hawk Down you know last week there's Saving Private Ryan there's other films that are that are good you know these are 13 hours of Benghazi there's some good war films out there but this one is based on a true story at the end you get to see the real life soldiers that you know some survived some didn't get to see their picture alongside the people that played them and you just get to you know, i guess it brings it really close to home that this is this is real shit all right so we're taking it away on the latest episode of the fixers flokes uh fixers flokes I, I don't know what that means uh, maybe deval can let you know what fixers flokes means but um for everyone else for all our other folks out there um welcome to another episode so um we're back again deval and i we're doing this the show that keeps on giving we've got movie news we've got some reviews we've got a hidden gem hopefully and um we've got shout outs to one of the best parts of this show that i love doing so devaldo please let us know man about the shout outs yeah first shout out goes to struggle reviews tv uh, that's a YouTube channel we, we've spoken about before, but you know what? Really go and check out this channel. Uh, she does some really good reviews about all kinds of uh, TV shows and films. Recently, she's done a lot of horror films. She's talked about The Fly. Uh, and also, uh, what's the other one she mentioned? She mentioned The Thing as well. Uh, so classic yeah. sort of horror sci-fi classic. films, you know, which I really love. So The Fly, The Thing, really good films. So Go check out uh, Struggle Reviews TV. Also, we had a really good uh, uh, review, actually, on, on YouTube. Uh, so I'll just quickly shout out <laughs> a really chunky <laughs> review uh, from yes. Freelancer AM uh, talking about the Europa Report, which we've spoken about over the past three years. Uh, exactly. The, the Europa Report came out in 2013 or 2014. Sci-fi yeah. film about a group Proper of the Europa one of the moons of Saturn. Sorry, yeah. No, no, <laughs> I keep saying Saturn. One of the moons <laughs> of Jupiter. I always get them mixed up. Uh, and, you know, this, this moon is covered by ice and lots of water underneath and they find life there. But, yeah, this person went in on the review on YouTube. So go check out this review. Oh, like, man. You know, yeah, people really love the, the Europa Report. So if you can watch that, watch it and let us know what you think. Uh, so exactly are, it's one of those movies out. right where if you know you know like you yeah. know it's just definitely one of the movies like you know you just got to just check it out and um you know uh expand your sight i know a lot of people out there don't like sci-fi and everything but you know what it's just kind of you you kind of get a movie uh, i didn't the funny thing is that i didn't know about the movie i only got to know mm. about the movie through deval like hidden you know gem. he's the one who's yeah. like speaking about it and definitely hidden gem so uh yeah so go check it out and um yeah keep it locked with the flicksters remember folks follow us on um on instagram on facebook on youtube and you know what would be really great is if you mm. do listen to it, if you do listen to the show, uh, try and leave a review. And I know at the moment, this is so weird, right? It's only on an Apple podcast. They're oh, yeah. the only place that where you can leave reviews. Yeah. So leave a review there and that's how yeah. you can win this week's prize. So we're letting you know right early from the top. There you go. Leave a review on Apple podcast. 
the first person that does that this week can get a prize of either cinema tickets or Rakuten movie uh, vouchers. So either or, you can choose. Uh, so yeah, please leave us a review there. Let us know what you think, and then you'll get that prize. Thank you very much. Thank you. All right. Okay. Now, uh, this this kind of beginning part of the episode is going to kind of be a bit Marvel centric. So we're going to go through some uh, movie news, and it's going to be kind of related to Marvel stuff. But let's yeah, let's speak about this. So Kamala Khan, character from um, obviously the Marvel comics, she's going to be Ms. Marvel in an upcoming Disney Plus TV show. And Deval, just remind me again: is that coming out this year or is that next year? No, it's going to be a next year job. I think this year, what we've got coming out, well, I don't think it's going to come out this year. No, uh, we've got uh, after Loki, which is happening now, which we'll talk about a bit later. We've got uh, What If, which should be coming out about August, September time. If yep. we're lucky, we might get Kamala Khan sort of like uh, December time. But yeah. I, I reckon it'll most likely be start of next year, a bit like how sure. WandaVision was. So How WandaVision yeah, was, right? Looking like an exciting TV show. Exactly. Because, yeah, I mean, there's some onset pictures. Like, I mean, what do we know about what's going on uh, with the TV show? Yeah, so the TV show is filming right now. Uh, Kamala Khan, I mean, the actress they chose, she is like, they plucked her out of nowhere. Like, what? I mean, is it? She, and this found, is her first thing, right? Her first, very, yeah, her first actual, wow. like, yeah, her first thing, basically. She's new. She's like a proper, proper like rookie to the game. So yeah. uh, Kamala Khan's going to be played by Imani Valani. I mean, the name just, you know, rolls off your tongue. Like, Imani, <laughs> I added the I, it's not Imani, it's Iman Valani. <laughs> <Vellani. laughs> you can add the I for Iman. But uh, yeah, Kamala Khan, the character from Marvel Comics, uh, she's uh, Pakistani-American mm. and uh, she loves Captain Marvel, which is why she's named herself Miss Marvel. Uh, she has uh, powers of like elasticity, a bit like, uh, you know, uh, plastic, uh, plastic, I was not say plastic, fantastic, plastic. Like Mr. Fantastic, <laughs> Richard Mr. Fantastic. Uh, yeah. Stretch Armstrong, like the, the, the toys we used to have back in, yeah. remember? Oh my uh, gosh. So yeah, so she stretches, she's got, you know, a bit of superhuman strength, you know, all, all that kind of stuff, but she's really enthusiastic. She's a kid and she loves to, you know, help people. So in the onset photos, we see her sort of using her powers. We don't see it in obviously special effects, but we see her stretching her arms out in her full uniform. So we know that in, in season one of Kamala Khan, Miss Marvel, she will have her uniform on. And that is straight from the comics. Yeah, that's brilliant. And the thing is, right, so they're working obviously on this Ms. Marvel TV show. And we also know that she's going to appear in the new Captain Marvel movie as well. So she's going to, yeah. this is going to lead into that as well, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because the new Captain Marvel movie is going to be called The Marvels. So you're talking mm. about Captain Marvel, you're talking about Miss Marvel, and also probably you're going to be talking about Photon, who is Monica Rambeau, who's got crazy yeah. powers. She is a Marvel. Uh, so yeah, they all could get together in that. But I mean, all got different powers. We, we saw Captain Marvel's power. She's mad, crazy powerful. We saw a bit of Photon's powers, you know, uh, Monica Rambeau. And yeah, we're going to be seeing Kamala on... Khan's powers. She, she can also shapeshift as well. Uh, uh, it's going to look crazy. It's going to look crazy. It's going to yeah. be mad. So I can't wait for this. A, oh, she's got a bio, bioluminescence. Is that like how... Wow. Uh, is that like how frogs or like chameleons can like make this To like uh, blend in. Or something? Yeah. 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 If they give her the powers in the comics, that's going to be crazy. So let's see how it's that going turns to be out. Great, 
I can't wait for this one. I can't wait for this. One. And also, I'm even more excited about this now, Devaldo. So listen, we know that next month, so I think it's July the 9th, I think it is, Black Widow is going to be releasing yeah. worldwide. And I think they're going for a, a Disney uh, release, so streaming release. And obviously, you can catch this in the cinemas. And, and we know back in the UK, cinemas, have, you know, they're, they're already open. And the first reviews, Devaldo, the first reviews have come in. And they're saying, but I'm trying not to, I don't want to read too much. I don't want to read too much, but I'm hearing some really great stuff. But you've heard some good stuff about uh, Black Widow's sister, who's played by Florence Pugh. She's a yep. British actress. She's been in some like really good movies. She's a great act. She's a great actress. But yeah, really tell us good. about this. Yeah. So Florence Pugh, a uh, British actress, uh, she's going to be playing Yelana Belova, which is going to be like a, another Black Widow. Black Widows are like titles, you know, they're mm. like a, like you know, there's, there's the the, the uh, supreme. What's his name? The uh, uh, what's Doctor Strange's title again? The, the Sorcerer, Sorcerer supreme. supreme. Yeah. So you get sorcerers and you get Sorcerer Supreme. So you got lots of Black Widows. I don't know if there's a Black Widow Supreme, but uh, Florence Pugh's character is going to be another Black Widow that came from the Red Room. You know, the training camp of Black Widows. And the, the, so far, people are saying that she is the standout role in Black Widow. She's a great mm. actress. She's been in many uh, different TV shows and films. We saw her in uh, Midsommar, Midsommar. Uh, in 2019, that horror film. Uh, and uh, she's been in uh, a Fighting With My Family. That was the yeah. film where she plays the, the wrestling, wrestling movie. Uh, with, uh, uh, with The Rock. Uh, I, think, I think Vince Vaughn's in that as well. Uh, she's young. She's, you know, she's really good. I think she's, I can understand why the reviews are saying she's done well and she's the standout star. I can kind of understand it even without seeing it. So if she's going to be the next Black Widow going forward, I think we're that's what hands. I was going to say. Yeah, I think we're in good hands. Yeah, because she, she could take up the mantle, right, as, as being yeah. the next Black Widow when there could be kind of like a, you know, trilogy of movies. But yeah. listen, uh, Rachel... You right, know why? Because uh, Scarlett, Scarlett Johansson's character is dead, member. We're got, this this mm. movie's going back. So going forward, Scarlett Johansson isn't going to be Black Widow. It has to be someone else. It's got to be someone else, right? So listen, so uh, the other question that I was going to say was um, Rachel Weiss. She's she's part of the family. Now, does she play an yeah. older sister or is she, is she a mum or something? Yeah, she's almost like the, uh, it sounds a bit corny, but you know, like you get the like the, the, the adult houses almost and you get the, the lady that looks after all the other ladies what they call them yes. again the uh oh, um, <laughs> the title like the, the madame almost yeah like yeah yeah, yeah of course yeah. i think she's, she's the madame like of the of the, yeah, the madame of the, of the black widows i think i think that's yeah. what her role is so we'll have to wait and see but she's part of the like you know scarlett johansson florence Pugh, and uh what's his name david harbour they're david kind of like a, a family of black widows <laughs> so i can't wait for this this, the tickets, the tickets over here anyway, the tickets are already on sale. What, I mean, are okay. they on sale uh, back home? Checked a couple of days ago. They weren't. They might be on sale now. So they should be on sale soon because it's like in three weeks time, isn't it? Or less. So, mm. Yeah, about three weeks. The, so the clock is counting down, folks. So listen, mm -hmm. if you can, book your ticket. And um, yeah, because we're going to be watching this movie and we're going to be reviewing oh, it on the show. Yeah. And also, uh, let's just speak about this now. James Gunn, obviously, he is a, you know, um, well-known part of the MCU. You know, he's directed uh, both, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy, Galaxy movies. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. He's coming back for the third one. Remember, yep. he was famously, he was kicked out of the MCU and then they brought him back. And then within that whole kind of time frame, he then went over to DC. Matt, he works quick. They worked quick to get mm -hmm. him, didn't they? Yeah. They, knew they worked quick to get, to get him. Because he's a sure thing. Like Guardians 1, Guardians 2, 
done really well. Exactly. And the thing is, right, so when he went over to DC, they said to him, listen, you can have any one of our characters. You can have, like, you can work on any movie that you want to do. And he chose the Suicide Squad because yeah. they're kind of like this ragtag, you know, weird, strange characters. And they've got these kind of quirks and everything like that. So he loves that, I think. Mm. And uh, so we're going to be seeing the Suicide Squad really, really soon. But listen, Devout, tell me about this teasing of a possible mm. Marvel and DC crossover. But first of all, before you mention anything like that, this isn't unprecedented. They have crossed over in, in comic books, DC and Marvel. Yeah, Marvel and DC have crossed over in the comic books uh, in some, you know, outworldly, multiversal type battle. Yeah. We had like Superman and Hulk, like Iron Man, Batman, Wonder Woman. And yeah. uh, I know there was a Flash one as well, where the, they, they were like, the, who, who's the fastest? Yeah, the Flash or Quicksilver. Yeah. So that has happened in the comics, but obviously the rights for TV <sighs> is a whole different thing. You're talking, yeah. you know, Warner Brothers is talking Disney, talking a whole bunch of, you know, contracts and how would it work? But cut the long story short, James Gunn in his, you know, he's, he's been doing some interviews recently. He just teased the possibility of a DC Marvel let me start that again. The Marvel DC, I always say Marvel wow. first, a Marvel DC crossover. <laughs> and uh, can you imagine the likes of that? I mean, there could be some sort of, you know, multiversal, you know, madness and they yes. could somehow spill over. Imagine uh, it could happen. That. Just imagine the characters and the fights and just, you know, just seeing, you know, the two, you know, the Quicksilver and, you know, Flash or, you know, maybe Tony Stark will come back and, you know, see who's richest out of him and Batman for example, oh. Thor might go against go against Superman, Hulk. Yes. It would be crazy. But if anyone can do crazy. it, James Gunn, he's done Marvel and DC, so he can do yes, it. Yes, exactly. And the thing is, right, I, I guarantee you, if this thing, imagine if there was kind of like, start, if this started trending on Twitter or something, and then if you started, you know, for like, you know, months and months and years, and if people started pushing and started making waves online, I'm telling you, someone... Some guy, some suit is going to be like, actually, hang on a second. Could this work? How would this work? And could we get yeah. kind of characters together? And maybe who knows? But listen, never say never. That's all I say. Let's just quickly move on to kind of this next piece that we want to speak about. So this is kind of moving into the box it watch list. Yeah. And there's so many things. Devado, honestly, man, there's just so many things on the streaming that is unbelievable man honestly there's just too many things and the thing that we're focusing on this week is is loki and we've mentioned a bit about loki last week and we're going to speak about episode two and this is crazy because uh, as a quick little recap if you haven't um if you haven't seen any of the loki stuff and we're going to maybe you know spoil a few things over here so you can stop come back to this episode of the show but the whole kind of Loki, you know, it takes place at the end, um, you know, when Avengers Endgame, when he takes the Tesseract and he goes off and then the TVA kind of uh, TVA kind of get involved. They pick him up and they recruit him to work for the TVA because someone is killing or getting rid of uh, the workers of the TVA and they choose Loki because he might have an insight because the person who's doing the killing is another version of Loki, Devel. Another variant. Yeah. Another variant, right? <laughs> and this episode, you see who that variant is. And it's not a male variant. It's a female variant. So Lady Loki. And mm. there is a connection there to the Marvel comics. But I mean, what the hell, man? This thing, it opens up the door to kind of like, you know, Nexus event. And Devout, I want to quickly just mention WandaVision, episode number seven, because I had to go back and double check this. 
They speak mm. about a Nexus event, WandaVision. She basically created a Nexus event. So there's some shit going on over there. What, how come we didn't see the TVA back then? And I don't know, but maybe we'll kind of get some more answers about this. But she's this new lady, Loki, has created... She basically broke the timeline. Mm. If I could turn back time, <laughs> oh, man, that's wicked. if I could find the way, and you know what the thing is, they used and they used they they used Bonnie Tyler. Uh, and we need a I need a hero. I need. A, I they used that. They used that in there as well. And this is the second time I've heard yeah. it this week because we saw it in He Man, the new He Man um, animation. But basically, yeah, great episode. Um, yeah. There's a great conversation between Mobius and mm. Loki, and about like. Who is the TVA? Who created the TVA and everything like that? Yeah. And we still don't know. Some people ask, I'm not sure whether they're the baddies or goodies. I reckon there's the some kind of insidious thing going well. on. I don't know if they're as, they're as clean cut as we think. I think there's something kind of going on. Because even the, some of the time, not the timekeepers, the minute people, you know, that way they're sort of, yeah. when, they, when, they, when they went to that, that, uh, that shopping mall in America and all the, all the people were huddled up and you know, scared and stuff. You know, they were like, oh, don't worry about them. They're going to die anyway. It's like, they they yeah. got no heart. Yeah. I think something about them tells me that they're not as good as we think. Yes. Uh, so I think later on, we'll find out. Maybe Lady, maybe Lady Loki is a good person. Maybe she's, she's doing something that needs to be done. Destroying you know, but, the TVA. Uh, yeah. And, uh, you know, it's just, I don't know, it's crazy because, like, I don't know if she, like, also, who's the, who's the, who's the real variant? Or who's the variant and who's the original? Yes. <laughs> is, that, is, is our Loki the real one or is she? There's a whole bunch of possibilities in this. But do you know what? It's getting interesting. Loki's yeah. finding out more about, you know, the world and more about himself. We're seeing more dimensions to Loki. He's a great character. So I'm looking forward to this every week. So I can't wait. Yeah, it's really great. And I love the fact that they're like WandaVision were kind of like 30 minute episodes, but this is they really mm. taking the time to kind of get involved. Yeah. And these are 50 minute long episodes and stuff like that. So it's really great. I think we've got about another six more episodes to go. And uh, hopefully four, they can touch. Four more. What? Oh, six altogether. Yeah, it's only six together. Yeah. Shit. Right. So only four more episodes to go, uh, which will lead us nicely into Black Widow. And. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm like you. I want to find out, like, you know, where is this all leading and how is this going to set up the whole kind of, you know, the multiverse of the MCU? And maybe this fits in with, with obviously, um, what's, what's it, with, um, with, sort, with the Sorcerer Supreme and everything like that. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. more, more, more questions, actually. Than answers, but anyway, listen. Look, that's 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 Loki. Watch that on um, on 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 streaming on uh, Disney Plus and everything like that, and you're gonna have a really good time. Now on to trailers. Whoa! So listen, uh, we got three great trailers that we want to speak about. Now the Tomorrow War. We kind of spoke a little bit about this before, but listen, man, this is gonna be huge for Amazon. Devel, big for Amazon, and more time travel shit. You know, going on. This is uh, an Amazon uh, exclusive. Starring Chris Pratt, the Guardians of the Galaxy uh, yeah. dude, out on the 2nd of July. So literally two weeks time, if that. Wow. And this has got a really good concept. You know, they, there's a war in the future that happens that, you know, wipes out humanity. So the people in the future know this and they need more people. So what do they do? Okay, they go back to the past to get more bodies, more people to yeah. come to the future and help support a war that will you know, save their future. Yes. It's a madness, but it, it kind of makes sense. So whether they can pull it off, the aliens look a bit, I don't know, 
the very CGI-ish. They, they kind of yeah. remind me of when uh, when ta- when uh, Thanos' people, uh, you know, invaded Wakanda and those kind yeah. of the outriders, those crazy Yes, yeah, things. yeah, definitely. They remind yeah. me of those, but it looks interesting. I, 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 I'm going to see this. I'm going to see Oh, this, man, so. we, we're going to see this because obviously time travel, action, yeah. and like, you know, yeah. it's going to be a, like a big movie. Uh, it yeah. was, this was, this was supposed to be kind of like a big cinema movie, but then they mm. decided, uh, then obviously Amazon, they got involved and they said, hey, listen, we'll, we'll buy it off Paramount. I think, it, I think that's who it is. They are, Matt, seriously, they're getting involved. And um, so this is going to be a big kind of like a summer event. And you know what? It reminds me though, Devad, do you remember like years ago when you had those big summer movies, man? Yeah. And this is this, this, this is like that. You remember the Independence Day when we all went yeah, out to the yeah, cinema yeah, to watch yeah, Independence yeah. Day, Cliffhanger, yeah. and like, you know, all these kind of like, you know, Jurassic Parks and all that. It's kind of that, but obviously exclusive to Amazon. So yeah, go check that one out. It's called The Tomorrow War. Now let's speak about this other one, Titans Season 3. Mm. Um, I really, really like Titans because it's dark. It's mm. it's gritty. Yeah. They, they're not afraid to kind of swear on the show. They're not afraid to yeah. show violence on the show, like killing people, breaking necks and doing all that sort of stuff, man. It's yeah. really good. And the, this teaser trailer is mad because there's, do, do you reckon we're going to get to see Joker in this? There, there is a bit in the, in this in this trailer where you kind of see a character that looks like Joker. He's got the Joker kind of grin, but he's got no paint yeah. in his face. He's all tied up, and then yep. you see uh, Jason Todd, who eventually yep. becomes Red Hood. When the whole story of death in the family takes place, when the Joker, you know, kills Jason Todd and or or, or something like that, he kills someone, and he turns out uh, Jason Todd turns into a madman and wears a red hood and starts shooting people, killing people. Yeah, like, this is and you can this, see that yeah. you can see that was happening from the second season. He was kind of getting twisted yeah, and like yeah, you know exactly. he's getting angry yeah, and shit. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm, I'm going to see if uh, you know Super Superboy Prime you know gets involved mm. with the dog and all that. I want to see if uh, yeah, I just want to see what the characters develop because it's been a while. There's a bit of a break because of the yeah. the pandemic. So this one, yeah, this this is looking neat. This is coming out in August on HBO Max, I believe. So. Just a yeah. couple of months away on this one. Exactly. And then, and that usually translates to seeing it on Netflix as well. Cause, cause that's how, mm. that's how I watch seasons point. one and two. Yeah. 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 So go check that one out. That's Titans season three. Now this next one, we haven't really spoken about horror movies on the show for quite a while. It feels. And, um, yeah, I always kind of find myself go scrolling through the Netflix and Amazon <laughs> for decent horror movies. And I'll be honest with you, man, I, I haven't been able to find a really, really scary horror movie. And like, you know what? We have seen obviously horror movies on Netflix, but this one looks really interesting. It's called A Classic Horror Story. It's an Italian made mm. movie for Netflix. And um, yeah, man, it's like there are so many kind of uh, Easter eggs, like kind of like um, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Midsommar, yeah. which we kind of mentioned before. Like, um, do you remember that movie, The Ritual? That about these movies, oh, these yeah, friends that go film. off into that's a good film, that's you know? a good movie. That's a good film. It kind of yeah. reminds me of that. These kind of mm. people with wearing the mask, this kind yeah. of torture in there as well. These creepy houses, there's so much shit going on in there. And uh, yeah, man, this is looking good. What do you make of it? I'm, I'm looking forward to this one. I saw the trailer and I was surprised in a good way. Like you say, the visuals look great. There's a lot, they play homage to a uh, or to give homage to a lot of classic horror films, yeah, and you just connect with it straight away. And it just looks like a decent film. It's an Italian, great, yeah. something different. It's not always about America. So, you know, bellissimo mm. is all I can say, you know. 
Exacto. Exactly. It's just like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And the kind of like the there's you know like um um there's a there's like an image of her. She's screaming. She's got blood on her face, and that reminds yeah. me of uh, so many movies like Evil Dead or something like that. Oh. It's what kind of like a lot of yeah. these movies, Texas Chainsaw yeah. Massacre, and all that. So yeah. it's got all of that. That's this is going to be coming on July the fourteenth. So um Boom. you know in about three four weeks time. Go watch this one for sure. Definitely. Go watch it. All right. Okay. Now uh, let's bring you some anniversary corner movies now. Let's go yeah. back to 2011. So, Devado, we've got a couple movies there on there this time. Yeah. Put on a couple because uh, they kind of relate to the main movie we're going to talk about. Uh, Sucker Punch from 2011 is Zack Schneider. Yeah. Or Zack Snyder. I would say Schna. Zack Snyder. And uh, yeah. this I think film it is Schneider, about, isn't it? Is it Schneider? <laughs> I think it is. Zach. He listens to the show. He's going to tell us off, you know. He's going to tell <laughs> us off. But uh, yeah, it's a really good film, actually. It's uh, about a, a group of uh, women, actually. Ma- yeah, mainly women. And they are sort of in this, I don't know, alternate reality of some sort. It's like you're not mm. sure if they're, they're institutionalized in this place and that they go into this like other world. And in, in this other world, they are like kick-ass. They're fighting yeah. against these big, like, shoguns and stuff and different scenarios but it just seems a bit uh i don't know a bit matrixy uh the fight scenes are crazy the visuals are all you know zach schneider's uh type of you know over artistic and slow motion and stuff so when i watched this in a cinema i did really enjoy it it's a bit of a yeah. weird film but in a in a good way weird 10 years ago uh 2011 i think it's still worth a watch now yeah still worth a watch now uh, some of the stars in the show are Emily Browning, Vanessa Hudgens, uh, we've seen around in a, in a few films, yeah. Abby Cornish, uh, and uh, Oscar Isaac is in this film as well. Yeah, he is. And John Hamm. John Hamm as well, yeah. So, yeah, decent film. I'll say definitely give this a watch. Give uh, Sucker Punch a watch. Can. Yeah, exactly. I'm not sure if you can get this on streaming, though. Um, uh, do you know if, if this is out on any of the streaming Netflix, services? But don't quote me on that. It might be on Netflix. I think I might have seen it on the... Whether it's still on yeah. there now, who knows? But if you can't find it, uh, give us a shout and we'll show you it. Look, we'll, 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 yeah, show you the right way. Uh, okay, now uh, this next movie connected to the the main movie review that we're going to be speaking about. So this is from two thousand and one. This is Planet of the Apes, and this movie was slated. I, I'm not sure if it did really well at the box office divider, but you know what? I really like this movie, this version of the whole Planet of the Apes stories, and. Um, yeah. It stars uh, Mark Wahlberg and uh, what's the British actor's name? Oh shit! Uh, H- Helena bon- Helena bon- Bonham Carter. Yes, and then the uh-huh. the the yeah. um, the General Thade. Remember, he was another kind Tim, of uh, Tim Roth. British actor. Tim Roth. That's Tim Roth. it. Tim Roth. So this is Tim Abominable. Burton. So that's why Helena Bonham Carter's in. You know, she's in all these films, isn't it? <laughs> exactly i know exactly but yeah so this is kind of like uh i think the last time the, the you know this is kind of like a reboot of the whole planet of the apes storyline which goes back to the 60s and 70s and everything but yes yeah, yeah. mark Warburg plays like a scientist is in space a mission goes completely wrong and he gets zapped into kind of like a, an alternate timeline where obviously the apes are in control so it follows that whole planet of the apes storyline based back on on the novel 
you know, going back to the 60s and everything. So that was all great. But it just did not do well. People didn't like it. Um, mm. You know, I think critically, it, I don't think it, you know, people liked it. But me, I mean, I love this sort of shit. I love Planet of the Apes, the original. Yeah. And uh, I thought it was decent. I, I, I thought it was mm. okay. And it's surprising, it's 2001, 20 years ago, Mark Wahlberg, you know, and he's still, like, he still looks like he's in good shape. As we this saw guy, in, uh, you know, recently in Infinite, which we'll talk about soon, but he's in good shape. That was 20 years ago. And, you know, he was headlining movies then. So he's been around for a long time. You know, a long time for Marky Mark and uh, hey, the new and the kids Wild on the Bunch. block. Yeah, the Wild Bunch. The, yeah, Marky Mark and the Wild Bunch, but his brother okay. was was in in New Kids New on the Kids Block. New Kids on the Block, okay. Yeah, Donnie. But the, you know what? At the end of <laughs> at the end of this Planet of the Apes movie, right? So he gets mm. off and he gets the chance to kind of um, you know get off the planet of the yeah. apes. And then what they did was, which I thought was really really clever, Chris. they linked they linked it to one of the uh, original '60s mm. movies, where it's set in modern day America, where. Mm. Um, the, the the apes are still in charge, but it's kind of like it, it's set in modern day America. And you know what? I really like that. I really wish that they carried on, but then obviously they didn't. So, um, you know, then we've got the new uh, James Franco ones and stuff like that, which were really great, by the way. Jesus but, says um, no, no. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's brilliant. Uh, yeah. So listen, if you haven't seen Pla this Planet of the Apes version, go check it out. It's got Mark Wahlberg, and that's from 2001. Yeah. So go check and that yeah, out. The film was set in 2020 to 2029. That's not, that's not too far in the future. So oh, look gosh. out, guys. Watch <laughs> out with the yep. experimentation that's going on. Who knows what's with going on? Uh, exactly. <laughs> All right, listen. So this leads us nicely into the movie that we're going to be speaking about. It's called Infinite. This is a new Fresh movie, Mark Wahlberg, directed by Antoine Fuqua, who brought yep. us, um, what did he bring us? Training Day, is it? Training Day, Oscar winning, well, Oscar winning yep. performance from Denzel Washington. Yeah, he's, he's an interesting film director. Obviously, action yep. movies, you know, brings a level of realism, uh, you know, bit of grittiness in those kind of like past movies. Really? And in this one, he, he goes, obviously... Uh, he, he's picked up a story which is based on a book. I think it's called something about the reincarnations of something. And they've adapted it into this movie. And this was a Paramount production. And Deval, um, all I've got <laughs> to say is... <laughs> I must say, you know what? Before, <laughs> the concept, yeah? Is the concept is actually really good. The concept is... Yes. That there's a group of people called Infinites. I can't remember what the... Uh, the baddies are called. Uh, the they're called bleep, something no. else. Yeah, I can't remember now. They're called like something else. Like you know, it's, it's almost like the Titans and the uh, and the uh, the deviants. Deviants. Yeah, it's kind of like that kind of thing. Titans and yeah. deviants from Marvel. But anyway, yeah. So the Infinites are people that they have, like they uh, uh, what's the word? Reincarnate almost. So it's like you know, their soul go goes from next to next to next. So this yeah. this person. Their soul has lots of experience, and they from like when there's when the soul when a person's body dies, the soul will reincarnate in someone else, and then once they reach puberty, they'll remember all their previous experiences, all their previous yeah. lives. So you can imagine they've got mad skills, mad knowledge, yeah. and these people are just there, you know, on Earth, just being gangsters at their trade. Like you know, they're just they're, you know they're just good, and there's there's a, an age old battle that goes between the believers and the non-believers almost who believe that, you know, this all, this world should be destroyed and they want to destroy the whole world, which is uh, part of Chiotel Ejifor's character. 
exactly the body. Yeah. But the concept is deep. It's like, imagine it's a group of people that just, you know, reincarnate. A bit like the Highlander, isn't it? But on yes. a different kind of, a different kind of, I don't know, different yeah. flavor. Plain. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, absolutely. The, the, like, like, like Deval was just saying, that the, the idea is brilliant. The, the plot, like, you know, the, the actual story and the way they took that from the novel, I thought, I thought it was really good. But then why the hell was I so flipping bored and why was I so pissed off with the shit that was going on because listen listen it was ripped off The Matrix it ripped off Fast and Furious Fast it and ripped Furious. off James Bond it ripped off it, it's ripped off so uh, many movies and I was just like gosh. oh my gosh please a oh please in the, oh please in the police the police the station where Kyoto Ejiofor's uh, interrogating Mark Wilbur's character <laughs> where at that time doesn't remember anything because there's some kind of glitch with him. He should remember, but he doesn't remember his past. And then somehow he gets rescued by this lady who's another infinite. She busts through the, the police. Uh, like, what kind of know, police, police station is that? Concrete police station. She's got this hyped up car. She busts through. She gets him. She's busting through the walls and all that. They're busting. Yeah. They're getting shot and everything. And they somehow like get out. You know, Cheerto Edge of Four, he gets in some monster car, he's chasing them. All the shoots are getting popped off. Long story short, they, they escape back to base. <laughs> I paid attention to the car that they yeah. drove in. When yeah. they got back, that car was clean. <laughs> the car was clean. <laughs> there wasn't anything on the car. Not a scratch. The Not car a scratch on it. through concrete walls being oh shot at. Gosh. When they got back to base, the car was clean. Like it had been through a 15 pound you know valet you know exactly. please say inside out please inside I out i know but see the thing is they didn't even explain they, they didn't even explain like why is it that chewy tell he's able just to walk into the police station and they were like sir like you know what uh let us know when you're finished and everything so what what is he what's chewy, mm. how, why is chewy tell edgy for oh, connected to the police and stuff there was just so many things there was one there was one bit right this is no joke right where uh, and like, don't don't get me wrong, Chewie, he's a great actor. And every single time he came on onto the screen, all I just kept on thinking about was the the staff Dr. of the Strain. Living Tribunal, yeah, like, Doctor Strange. That's all I, I kept thinking about is this guy, just like you know, these <laughs> the staff <laughs> of the Living Tribunal, <laughs> <laughs> right? So all I kept thinking about was Doctor Strange. And then so like you know, he's this dramatic Shakespearean actor, and he's got like kind of like a few scenes where he properly hams it up. And then there was one bit right towards the end of the movie where he's he's gonna he's just about to eat an egg and you know sometimes when you get the spoon and you you tap you know you crack yeah. the egg like you know in your egg cup and everything yeah. like that right yeah. and he looks up at the spoon and he's like and then he sees a reflection of someone who's supposed to be I rewound it I didn't see shit I don't know what happened there I thought it was a red dot he saw I thought it was a red dot but it wasn't even that Oh, the, the, the person the sniper is like thousands and thousands of meters how the hell are you going to see that reflection and then oh my I was just like oh please and then there's one other bit where we're talking about fast and furious territory where Mark oh. Wahlberg he's on a motorbike they're in Scotland and he's zooming he's you know jumping like you know through the forest and everything and then he's mm. you know, he's going up a cliff he's going up a cliff he's going up a cliff and then he jumps off the cliff there's a flying aeroplane and then he lands on the wing of the aeroplane onto the aeroplane and I was just like oh god why am I not enjoying this because this is the the set pieces are brilliant like you know they filmed them with like mm. obviously 
you know, with expertise and everything like that. But I just wasn't, it just wasn't, it, it, it wasn't doing anything for me, man. The movie's called Infinite and I was just like, please let it end. <laughs> Seriously, man. Seriously. So, um, I mean, what we, what we're talking about over here in terms of like, uh, like, you know, release wise, do you reckon this is going to do well? Five and a half. I don't think it's going to do well. This, this has been released on a Paramount Plus or whatever it's called. Uh, soon also in the cinemas as well they want to get some money but it's, it's an action film that you if you go in there and not expect much you might enjoy some of it but don't expect anything at all uh <laughs> it's, it's 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 a film of infinite uh you know name but not of infinite quality at all <laughs> you know so uh i'll give this one probably a 5.5 out of 10 oh uh, yeah man. they tried I'm, I'm, good concept but delivery wasn't really you know yeah. no nah. Nah, it, exactly. It doesn't save it. I mean, Mark Wahlberg, he looks great. I mean, we, like, you know, we mentioned about Planet of the Apes and yeah, that was 20 years ago. And this guy is still making these action movies. He's still doing great and everything yeah. like that. So watch yeah. it for that. And like, you know, but uh, nah, it's a thumbs down for me. Um, but listen, um, have we got time for a hidden gem, Devel? Yeah, I'll do, I'll do a hidden gem. Yeah. yeah I've nice. got one called uh, The Outpost, actually. Uh, the Outpost is a war film. And there's meant to come out, I think it was actually made quite a while ago. It's been released recently on Amazon, Amazon Prime. Uh, this film stars uh, Scott Eastwood. It stars Orlando Bloom, otherwise known as Legolas. Uh, and yeah, this is a, it's based on true events, actually, which makes it a bit more, you know, it kind of raises the stakes. Anytime a film is, you know, based on true events, I kind of pay more attention to it. But it's about a group of soldiers that, uh, that went to uh, Afghanistan. Uh, and they're based in Afghanistan, and there's a certain region in Afghanistan uh, that they're fighting in that is very, very, but it's very treacherous. As in, like it's 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 within a valley, and this valley is not really well. Def- it's not really well defendable because you know the other uh, the people that they're fighting against they can come from a high angle, and they can be shooting into this valley. At these at these uh, US and you know British soldiers and so on, so it's not really really good strategy actually. But that's what happens. The Taliban and other forces are there, you know, shooting at them with mortars and all sorts in this valley, and they're having to defend for their lives. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Like, starts off quite quiet where they go for this, they go for this mission and they think, oh, do you know what? This isn't the best place for this. And even one of the even one of the soldiers says, like, who chose this location? And they're like, oh no, it's going to be okay. Just an in and out job, but it's not. It goes <laughs> goes crazy. Yeah, goes tits and up. Yeah, the whole film they're just trying to defend, 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 and trying to you know just trying to survive basically because they're getting hit from all angles, and it's called the outpost because you know that's where they're posted basically. But it is like in the sound. You know, I've never been obviously to war or anything like that. I don't know uh, many people that have. I know you can't replicate in a movie what it must feel like to have bullets flying past you, bombs, shells, all sorts. But in this, if you've got surround sound, you can you can feel the intensity of the you know the, the just the firepower that they're being yeah. you know subjected to. But you know it's a decent. It's not. You know what? It's it's an. I put it down as a hidden gem because you know some films, some war films are hard to make. We talked about Black Hawk Down, you know, last week. There's yeah. Saving Private Ryan. There's other films that are that are good. You know, these are 13 Hours of Benghazi. Yeah, there's some good war films out there, but 
this one is based on a true story. At the end, you get to see the real life soldiers that, you know, some yeah. survived, some didn't. You get to see their picture alongside the people that played them. And you just get to, you know, I guess it brings it really close to home that this is, this is real shit that happened. But yeah, just, it's a two hour, two, two hour, it's just over two hours actually. But for, for most of the film, it's all about them trying to, you know, basically fight for their lives in a situation where they're already at a disadvantage because of the location. Yeah. It's a decent film. All the yeah, characters are very decent. different. Yeah, very different characters. They're all, you know, they they come across well on 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 screen. Uh, yeah, it's just a decent war film, actually. I think it's worth a watch, and not many people will know about it. Yeah, and listeners, I mean, if you do a quick search, Scott Eastwood, Deval, just reminding everyone who Scott Eastwood is. Clint Eastwood's son, isn't it? Yeah, Clint, yeah, Clint, Clint Eastwood's son. son. I don't, yeah, I don't even good. think I've seen. Uh, have we seen him in anything else? I He's been in Fast and Furious. Uh, Fast and Furious 7 or 8, one of them. He was in it for a bit. Yeah. Damn. Don't yeah, even yeah, remember. Yeah, he was in it. Yeah, yeah. He's been in okay. it. Okay. Fast and Furious. Well, yeah, well, listen, look, you know, go check and that one the out. Suicide the Outpost. Squad. He's in uh, the Suicide Squad 2016 version. So, being seen in that as well. Yeah. Well, there yeah, exactly. you go. So, and what about Orlando Bloom? Man? We haven't seen Orlando Bloom in anything recent, have we? Uh, recently, I haven't seen him in. I'm pretty sure he has done stuff, <laughs> but I ain't seen him in it. <laughs> <laughs> and also, I mean, I just double checked this. Also on the cast list, there's uh, a guy called Milo Gibson. Have a guess whose who's son he is. Mm. Mel Gibson, yeah? Yes. Oh, okay. 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 There you go, folks. There you go. Ooh, All right, yeah. well, listen, look, that's the outpost. That is our hidden gem of the week. And obviously, uh, if you go check, if you do check it out, please do let us know what you think of it. And obviously, if you watch Infinite, then again, let us know. And also, if you watch Loki or any other kind of like movies that we've mentioned, yeah, you know, message us on the Instagram, message us on Facebook. We'd love to kind of get in touch with you. And as Deval mentioned before, if you want to win the movie code, then um, Deval, just remind everyone again. Yeah, just write us a review. Uh, obviously, say what you want in the review. Uh, and uh, on Apple, uh, what's it called? An Apple podcast, I believe. Yeah. Uh, and you'll get a cinema uh, code uh, or cinema tickets, I should say, or a Rakuten movie code to watch a movie in your own home. So there you go. Brilliant. Nice and easy. Nice and easy. All right. Well, listen, that's it for us for this week. And we really hope you enjoyed the show. Stick with us. And we've got some more news, some more movie reviews and some more hidden gems for you. So listen, that's, that's it from me. Yeah. Peace out. See you later. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube and Twitter. Just pop in the Flicksters podcast.